0: blog talk radio welcome to standing on my soapbox your monday through friday rants raves and reviews talk radio show with the top stories in news politics and pop culture join your host entrepreneur scott fullerton and co-host actor and writer craig hurley right here at 3 p.m pacific standard time 6 p.m eastern standard time live or subscribe and download on your favorite podcast distributors including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple and Google Podcasts. You're also invited to call in and share whatever is on your mind at 347-989-0126 during the live shows. So here we go. Stand up on our soapbox, and let's start talking.
1: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Thursday, October tenth, 2019. I'm Scott Fullerton, your host, and Craig Hurley will be joining me in just a couple of seconds. To round out the show. Thanks so much to Craig and our special guest co-host, Katie, yesterday. Uh, we thank so much for her uh, popping in and filling in for me while I was at the doctor, stuck in there all day long. Uh, we're here every Monday through Friday at 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. Got about an hour to give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind, 347-989-0126. Again, 347 989 0126. Let's go ahead and jump on the soapbox and start talking. Craig, how you doing today, buddy?
0: What's going on, good?
1: Nothing much. Thanks Can to you hear the and way? Katie Barberi for filling in yesterday. Good show. You Obviously, sound a, you sound a little
0: under the weather. You sound a little under the weather. Are you sick?
1: No, my voice is just a little weird today. I don't know what it is, but I have a little scratchy voice. at yeah, The doctors, maybe. Yeah, and it's a changing weather in Ohio. It happens to me every season change. So it'll go changing a weather. Times we had like, here.
0: we had almost hurricane force winds last night. I I'm sure that at some point here in Vegas, uh, at some point we had 60 mile an hour winds. So it it was pretty crazy last wow. night. Yeah, as
1: far as yeah, changing. Yeah, it's been weather. getting down to <laughs> low 40s, upper 30s at night, and then up to 72 during the day. And I've been out day and night, so kind of doing different things, getting stuff going on. So, uh, uh, it's yeah,
0: that's pretty much it's where a, we're at, too. We're dropping down in the 40s, so yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, it's weird for Vegas, you know, it's a 30 degree difference in a
1: day messes me up every time, I'll tell you. But hey, good show yesterday. Hope you, uh, Katie Barberi had fun filling in. You guys have a good time.
0: Yeah, it, it it's, did you listen to it? Because I didn't get the opportunity to listen to it. Um,
1: I haven't had uh, a chance but to, listen know, to it okay. back yet. No, I was I was there, I was watching it to make sure nobody was getting cut off or anything. But I was right, right in the middle, I about five minutes after I left you, the doctor called me to his office and he was not happy that I was playing producer while I was in there to begin with. And he nice. was running out doing a bunch of tests and things. So I didn't get to hear I, I jumped in bits and pieces to make sure everything was sounding good. Um, what all did you guys talk about? I did not hear a little bit about you guys going back and forth on marijuana. And right. that's all I really heard. I jumped into that part and that's all I really remember jumping in on.
0: Uh, no, yeah, we talked about weed for a little bit. And I don't even know how we got on that subject. Uh, I think it was talking about River Phoenix and Joaquin Phoenix, and all, I don't mean to include them in, you know, the weed culture, um, but uh, uh, I think it, it stemmed from their, you know, pun intended on the stem. <laughs> oh my God, that was funny. Anyway, um, <laughs> the... <laughs> um, uh, yeah uh, we talked about weed for a little bit, and then we were talking about Gorsuch and go Gorsuch um, because he 's actually standing up for uh, the LGBTq community currently um, He right. you know is going against the current administration and saying no we 're not changing the um, sexual discrimination laws that were set up in the 1960s so we're not we 're not doing that um, and I think it 's really cool and that's what we were talking about is that they you know that the supreme court at this point um uh, and i and i and i'm not sure whose phone got messed up yesterday at the end i think it was mine actually uh it was my after phone yours to, that's what
1: i was kind yeah. of hearing at the end you you kept saying it that she's fading Wi-Fi. out but i was hearing her crystal clear and you were breaking it up <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah it was it was me. Um, so,
0: yeah, I was just That's trying funny. to repeat the things that she was saying and or at least that I thought she was saying where the audience actually probably heard all of everything that she was saying. Um, but, yeah, my phone switches to Wi-Fi for some reason, and the Wi-Fi is really bad around here. Once again, I think gotcha. it's my ears, uh, my big ears that rub against the smartphone. <laughs>
1: um but, well, you guys uh, didn't drop off at all yeah, yesterday. We were that was nice. Horses. That's what I was watching for the most. So neither of you dropped Is off what? at all. So that was good. No, neither of yeah, you dropped off, drop yesterday, off at all. So that was good. No. I was happy. Yeah. No, and that's Very and cool. that
0: that's where we were ending the the conversation yesterday was with the people that um, thought that the new Supreme Court members were going to get in there and or the new Supreme Court justices were going to get in there and, you know, uh, go against the abortion laws and, you know, go against different laws that are already in place where they're actually abiding by the law. And I think that's what a Supreme Court justice needs to do. And uh, I think it's, I think it's awesome.
1: Well, they're asking you know, the right it, question. That, that's for sure. The vote hasn't been taken. it Obviously we're not going to find out that till June. So things can still right. change by then, but he's asking the right questions, which is good. Um, It's hard to read the tea leaves of all of their questions, but uh, it seems like it's going in the right place. So that was very encouraging indeed. Um, But I was intrigued. I didn't hear what you guys were saying about um, marijuana and everything, because we have a big thing now. Every commercial in Northeast Ohio now, since they legaled it this past month and a half is about CBD oils and everything else. uh, CBD is now legal in Ohio. Okay, good. Hey, congratulations. All over the place. Um, I have never seen so many. And medical marijuana was recently um, okayed. And so the dispensaries are finally up on that. Um, My question. For medical, but not for
0: recreational.
1: Right, correct. For medical only. Uh, My question is. If CBD is the one having the healing properties, why are people still doing the regular marijuana just to get high? I don't understand the THC that. If they don't really need it, it.
0: It's not It's right. not necessarily. Uh, THC actually helps out with that doesn't a lot seem of the Part. I no, it absolutely is.
1: Part. No,
0: it absolutely is medicinal. The CBD is the cannabinoid because that's really what a marijuana plant. Marijuana was misnamed, and it was probably during Prohibition, um, they, uh, they called it marijuana, where really marijuana is a combination of things. Uh, marijuana it, it itself is more like snuff. It's a combination of different herbs. So if you go to South America and you're wanting marijuana, you're going to get a combination of herbs. You're not going to get the, the bud, the plant, the flower that we here in the United States call marijuana. Um, it's cannabinoid. It's a cannabinoid and all, all marijuana strains contain cabin cannabinoids, which are the non, um, uh, uh, I I don't know how to, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. I, I know how to phrase it. I'm trying to figure out, um, I'm having a hard time today, dude. If I, like, say something, like, uh, if you mention somebody's name, I guarantee you I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I, I Dude, it's <laughs> so weird. Um, but it doesn't uh, – um, uh, cannabinoids don't have the, the effect that THC has, um, that high effect. Um, uh, the cannabinoids mainly go after the – they're the painkiller. And they mainly go after the, you know, if you have a knee ailment or if you have, you know, cancer or if you have a, all, all those things mainly, uh, the cannabinoids mainly go after those ailments and trying, and, um, trying to um, uh, subdue the, the effects of said ailments so that you can lead some type of, of uh, quality of life. Uh, where the THC part of it, um, it does also have medicinal qualities, and mostly for the mental disorders that we all suffer from, um, be it anxiety or be it uh, uh, ADHD or be it autism, uh, all of the mental disorders. Uh, that that are that's where THC comes in, so it's not just about getting high, and I'm sure there was a time where it was about that and and right now there's a lot of people celebrating that across the United States that they actually can just get high um, you know because Humans do that. Uh, we we all tend to, you know, get high on something, be it sex or food or whatever. Um, we all tend to try to get high on something, and uh,
1: we. Oops, we dropped him off there. We're just talking about how good he never dropped off yesterday, and we lost Craig. All right, we'll be calling back in in just a second, guys. Give us a call three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. We'll be here for about the next 45 minutes, taking calls. Things on the agenda to talk about today. Uh, we have two Giuliani associates in Ukraine were arrested. Uh, Turkey's invasion North and Syria is on its second day. Fox News poll actually shows Trump in trouble with impeachment. Uh, we have Matt Loward, his Me Too movement problem back in the news we'll talk about. So give us a call. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six, Craig's back on the line. go ahead, buddy.
0: you sure about that? you sure about that i, I when did I drop out?
1: How long was uh, I talking to myself about weed Not very long, right, just at the very end, you weren't off very long, so you caught yourself pretty quickly
0: um yeah, no, i heard a I heard a beep this time, so my phone's warning me now when i when I fall out um but oh. uh the. Uh, I think I was talking about THC and the medicinal effects of that. Um, Like like I said, it it helps out for mainly our mental disorders, um, uh, where the CBDs go after mainly our physical disorders. And once again, we are all born with CBD and THC receptors in our brain. We are not born with alcohol receptors. So and Katie's thing yesterday was she was going, you know, why is why was alcohol legal and and marijuana is not, you know, when when we when it doesn't cause any of the problems that alcohol causes. Alcohol causes liver damage. Alcohol causes kidney damage. Alcohol, alcohol causes domestic violence. Alcohol causes people to be just, you know, straight up douchebags. So, uh, you know, it's like, why? Because it gets rid of your. Your, uh, uh, you know, alcohol gets rid of your. I forgot what it's called. Once again, I'm having a hard time with words today, dude. You're, you know, we're, you're you're, you're it, it opens you up to accepting different things in life, which is really messed up because most of the time they're messed up things. Where weed doesn't necessarily do that. And I'm talking to myself.
1: Yeah. No, you're not. You're. I'm. I'm hearing you. You're online. Keep talking. You're there. Wow, dude.
0: What happened? I thought I was I talking know. to myself because I couldn't hear you.
1: No, you were fine. What? You were you were <laughs> fine. You never dropped off. Did
0: I swear? I never nope.
1: dropped off. Okay. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't swear? Cool. Um, wow, I'm actually controlling myself on that. But, uh, yeah, uh, THC is what's there for our, our mental disorders, and it really, really does help. There's all sorts of videos um, out there, and it's not a, just about getting high. Um, there's all sorts of videos out there, everybody from, you know, ADHD su- uh, sufferers to autism sufferers, and, and, and their, their symptoms literally go away. They don't go away permanently. Uh, you know, it's a, it's not a cure necessarily some, for some people it is absolutely a cure. It'll, it, it attacks cancer cells. So, you know, it absolutely is a cure for, for certain people, um, but it'll get rid of the symptoms so that you can have some type of, quality of life, some type of functionality, some type of, some t- I don't even know if that's a word, some type of, you know, where, where your life is. And the CBD
1: does not do that, is what you're saying? The CBD or does, does do not, for? the
0: CBD goes, no, it does, it, it absolutely does the same thing for the physical ailments that we have. Uh, for, you know, if you've got a bad knee, I, I know my dad, you know, has, um, uh, uh, he's had, he had blew out of his ACL when I was like, eight years old. He was like 40 or something and blew out his ACL and playing volleyball and, and has never been the same. And, you know, has always had a hard time walking from there on in. And, and in, there are some days where he can't, he, he literally cannot get out of bed, you know, just because the pain is so extreme. So he's taken some CBDs and that pain does subside. And he's able to go on and do his engineering. He doesn't like THC so much, and I I probably shouldn't be talking about this, you know, like, hey, my dad's tried this. Um, But, uh, you know, he doesn't like it so much because it makes him foggy. And I get that. And when you don't, you know, when you don't need it for any part of your brain, if you don't have a brain disorder that that you need to function on, um, then, yeah, take the CBDs. Um, I don't necessarily uh, the topicals seem to work uh, for people. Um, uh, I would recommend uh, eating an edible. I would recommend doing it that way or doing drops under the tongue. Uh, the, right. the faster it can get into your bloodstream, the better for you. So, you know, that's that's the way I would recommend doing it. I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it just doing the topicals. So I would recommend okay. doing it if you're trying to get rid of your physical ailments. Yeah, where the THC, uh, you know, yeah, it does get you high. And uh, once again, scientists do not know what gets you high. They have no idea. And and they they're trying to find it, and because there's, it's not just CBD and it's not just THC. There's uh, probably uh, uh, at least a hundred different drugs inside of the uh, cannabinoid plant, inside of the marijuana plant, that um, that all have some type of medicinal quality to them, and we don't even know what they are or what they do so that's why you know that's that's why there's there there's so much focus on the cbd and the thc there's i, I forgot what the, the other one's like mes, it's not mescaline but it's something like that and then the tetrahydrates or hydrides um i should actually know all this but like i said i'm having a really hard time talking today for some reason um and it started this morning and I, I don't know what it was i couldn't i couldn't pronounce Adam Carolla. I couldn't pronounce Adam Carolla's name. I I, don't, I was calling him Adam <laughs> Carroll. I'm like, I don't, know, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's my explanation on THC and CBDs. Very cool. And now All right. we're Thanks talking you, about weed again for another fifteen minutes.
1: Well, I just had a question on the two because I I when it, the stuff that I was researching shows that they they both kind of do the same thing, and one doesn't. Different than the others, I was wondering why people would choose the THC part. I was looking at at a couple different things, and they were showing that and uh, it's over. It actually, go ahead.
0: It's the difference between it's the difference between the um, the different strains. Also, Um, different strains of marijuana can be hybrids. They can be a sativa or they can be an indica. And indica flowers usually. Tend to have a lot more THC content. Um, the right. sativa flowers don't necessarily have as much THC. They do, but they have more cannabinoids and they have more of the other drugs that are inside of marijuana that help you. That that you know, and they don't even know what they do yet, and they don't even know what organs they affect yet, and they're you know looking for that, and all they know is that they make people feel better when they're. When they're ingesting this, and they're all, like I have said this over and over, that they get some type of quality of life, you know, instead of yeah. trying to. I was because,
1: like I said, I after I heard you guys talking about that and seeing all of the ads here in Ohio, I wanted to research a little bit, and from what I saw on a Healthline article, it's like CBD does better than the THC. In fact, it says here that does it help um, with depression? CBD, yes, and THC, no. Does it decrease seizures? CBD, yes, THC, no. Does it help with psychosis? CBD, yes, and THC, no. So it's kind of saying the opposite of what you're saying in the article I read. It depends. It
0: also depends on the person because everybody's an individual. Every single person reacts different to ingesting either CBD or THC. And, you know, for some people, it, you know, it's not – the CBDs don't work at all. And for others, the THC is it. So, you know, it, it really depends on the individual. Um, and we all are different. Every single person walking around is different as far as the chemical okay. makeup is concerned and as far as what we actually react to. So, right.
1: Very cool. Okay, moving on. Let's go into it. Uh, top news of the day. We have – Two Giuliani associates in Ukraine deal are arrested. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce these guys' names. Igor Fruman (laughs) and Lev Parnas. They're two foreign-born donors who are U.S. citizens now. Excuse me. They gave money to political action committee supporting President Trump. They were arrested Wednesday night, hours after having lunch with Giuliani, And our are getting subpoenas to go before the House committees talking about the Ukraine deal. They were arrested by the Southern District of New York's uh, Justice Department. Um, They are for campaign finance violations. So very interesting. They were part of – Giuliani has said that these guys had helped work with him, a part of his deal with Ukraine, to try to get them to investigate Biden and his son Hunter. Um, so it's very interesting that all of a sudden these two are now wrapped up and arrested by the uh, New York um, district here. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays what, out. Uh,
0: what what long, is huh? why? How are how are they using their corruptness a- as a distraction? You'd think that they would be using a distraction for covering up their corruptness, but it it seems like they're just walking out there and saying, yeah, this is what we did. I'm not understanding what the tactic is. What's the distraction here? There doesn't seem to be one. It just seems to be in our face. And are we going to do anything about it? I think is what they're – I don't know what
1: their tactic is on this. I'm baffled. You know, because it's like, well, well here's it's kind of and always yes, been did. the modus operandi. At first, it's like, no, we didn't do this. And no, we didn't. Then it's like, well, we might have done it, but it's okay if we did it because we're the president. We're allowed to do whatever you want to. Yeah, we did yeah, it. Get over not. it. So they kind of <laughs> change uh, uh, as as it goes further along for some reason. I don't understand. It's it very anyway, odd. But it is very, very odd. Yeah. Very uh, odd. So that's going on. Big it's part like, of please the year, arrest so we'll us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And these guys, I don't know, they said they really didn't know what was going on, but they had both coincidentally purchased one. They found them at Dole's Air Force Base in Washington, D.C. last night with one-way tickets out of the country. They didn't say where they were going. Oh, they both. They're both. um, Yeah. (laughs) So uh, that was very interesting that they, I don't know if they had a clue on or not going on there. So yeah, that, was, that is happening in the world. Um, we'll see how that goes. It'll, it, it doesn't really have anything pertaining to Trump except for the campaign finance violations. It's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out with Rudy and this Ukrainian development though. So I don't know what's gonna happen that way. So we'll see, it's we'll go so on to the funny. next article though. I know, no one even noticed that one so we won't even talk about it. So uh, let's really? see. <laughs> We have. um, Well, I think it's interesting that I drop
0: out when we start, you know, talking, talking about, you know, different political parties and different things that our politicians are doing. I think it's interesting that that's when I happen to drop
1: out. (laughs) Well, us see, second major news article of the day. We are in our second day of Turkey's invasion of northern Syria uh Turkish forces continue their advance in northern Syria. They have killed over 100 people, um, killed a hundred people Kurds primarily, obviously. Than that. yeah I mean they're they're saying at least hundred and nine people so far's been reported yeah,
0: killed a lot more than that So, uh, it's
1: uh this is the one thing this is the thing that's really causing the Republicans to go against trump We'll see how this how the combination of this and seeing what happens with this impeachment inquiry, I'm going to be very interested to see how this combines later on. What about you?
0: Yeah, no, there's a lot of people that are pretty upset about this, uh, all across the United States. Um, you know, the, the Kurds, uh, were immigrants in the first place and Christian immigrants, and they helped us out, um, to defeat ISIS supposedly. So, uh, you know we in turn Are are bailing on them When they actually Need right. our military support They need our support In order to just right.
1: survive Right and they're the ones That are guarding 12,000 ISIS troops or something that we have In prison over there in Syria We have the Kurds right. doing are, are, are the guardsmen there I mean if their people are getting slaughtered now Because we've abandoned them what's going to What's the motivation for keeping them guarding our enemies in ISIS? I, I just don't understand the reasoning behind this.
0: Right. No, they have been like helping ISIS us out this a whole time,
1: and we set our back against them. I mean you said something – 45 said something silly yesterday about, well, they didn't help us in World War II, the Kurds, he means. It's like the wow. Kurds were barely a thing in World War II. <laughs> they were barely
0: a civilization, yeah. They were barely a part it's of this like, civilization. Really? Well, sure. Yeah, um, they were. They were goat farmers, from what I understand. Right. Like they were farmers and stuff. They weren't. They weren't even, you know, really a part of of the way everything really works here. So, as far as business and stuff like that is concerned.
1: Yeah, I I just don't know where our president's head is at. Um, It just, we're talking. I mean. We talk, he talks one day about, oh, if we release transcripts of calls with foreign leaders, they are never going to want to trust us again. Well, it's like, well, if we have people that have been fighting along the side of and we decide to pull out and let them get slaughtered, what's the difference? Are they going to trust us again? I mean, we no, have to not. make uh, our word good for something, at least as far as the transcripts of a phone call, we're trying to investigate something being correct or done right. This is just. Abandoning our allies. I don't see anything well, else. We, had, we that. had a caller we had a caller, Susie
0: Q, who mentioned that, who said that, you know, the um that she was really, really concerned about the Kurds, she actually started crying. Right. So uh, because we used to the United States used to police. You know, we used to go around the world and and try to make sure that there was peace everywhere. And it's not that way anymore. Not
1: what no, we do. And, it, and it's starting to resonate. I mean, he's, the president went on a Twitter rant today against his favorite buddies over at Fox News. Fox News, of all people, has a current poll out right now that shows 51% of those surveyed wanted the impeachment inquiry to go on and remove him of office. 51% from a Fox News poll. Wow. And that's wow. uh, Fox. That. That's Fox, <laughs> and that that kind of sent him over. Those are the supposedly edge. his followers, his, uh, right? Those are his followers. He's not happy wow. with much anymore. And He says, "I've never pulled good at Fox News. They're always wrong. Their polling sucks over there." He literally said, word for word, oh, earlier. Uh, I, uh, I thought I thought um, was...
0: I thought what's his face on on Fox wasn't isn't he his buddy? Isn't he the guy he calls every morning and talks to? And I can't they think were can't be
1: friends in the morning and Hannity at night. Yeah. They're yeah. Best buddies. They're yeah. Yeah. No, Sean not, Hannity. Not happy. Had,
0: yeah. No, Sean Hannity's like his best friend, isn't he? Like his, his Twitter buddy. So he I, came up on what's, what's happening with him that long relationship long falling apart. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. That relationship's it's, falling it's, apart, I guess. No, they're still <laughs> buddies. He just doesn't like the polar Oh, I, I don't know. It's just. It's just funny like, okay, all righty, whatever. But, yeah, so, I mean, that, that poll alone, like I said, it showed 40% of voters um, oppose impeachment, 51, like I said, are in favor of impeachment and removing him. The removal jumped nine points from July,
0: increasing wow.
1: 11 points from Democrats, five points that jumped from Republicans, and three points upon, among independents. So it's across the board, wow. not just yeah. the Democrats going all in on this. It's a little bit of everybody. So cool. he is not a happy camper, but we'll see what happens. All I right, he we should just resign. I've repeated this.
0: Yeah, over and over. He should just resign. Just resign, because then he doesn't have to deal with that. He's still going to be indicted. <laughs> but right. we you know, have to deal at with Ted's,
1: unfortunately. But yeah. Uh, but,
0: uh, he's, uh,
1: I think no. he's more manageable.
0: He's the main. He's the main proponent of all of this, of all of the anti-LGBTQIA plus stuff. He's, oh yeah. He's no. the one. Well, wow, that's a mouthful. That that an acronym is a mouthful. LGBTQIA right. plus. Um, but uh, yeah, it, you know, um, he's he's the one that's been trying to do. He tried to do conversion therapy thirty years ago in Indiana, so, or twenty years ago. So no. he's the one that's that's been pushing all of that.
1: No, it's an. He's an extreme religious zealot, um, yep. and not just against LGBT. I mean, he he's said that he should even be in a room alone with another woman, or else it's disrespectful right. to his wife. I mean, he's religious Isn't, zealot. Aren't you supposed you to resist temptation? Aren't you supposed to resist
0: temptation? Isn't that one of the commandments? I don't
1: know. I mean, Seems like he can't. I guess you <laughs> got you got to give respect that he's all around religious nut job and not just towards LGBT. But goodness gracious, I mean, right. I just don't understand those kind of views. Um, that's that's middle e- middle ages type <laughs> uh, religious. I mean, even Pat Robertson of all people, the other day, Mr. Religious guy, said the Syria thing is bad, and he's still so far up. Trump's butt um, on Syria, Mike Pence, said it's like he he has not distinguished himself at all as what he would be as a leader. If Trump ever did sit down or step down, Right. I don't know how Trump or how Pence would distinguish himself from him um, because he's kissed his butt so much. It would be very hard for him to pivot off things, but he wouldn't have a direction either way to go. I think if he went too far from what Trump was doing, people would – off at him and if he did the same thing, I think he would not be living what he really believes in a lot of things. So it'd be interesting to see.
0: i say if we're if we're getting rid of the head of it, we need to get rid of the entire cabinet.
1: Right. I agree. Yeah. Agree a hundred percent. All right, with that, we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna play a little David Hernandez with Kingdom. Guys, you're listening to Standing on My Soapbox. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. You have about 25 minutes to call. We'll look for you on the other side.
2: Cause you're taking oh. I
1: We are back welcome back to standing on my soapbox i am scott that is craig we are here to take your phone calls. 347-989-0126 let us know what's on your mind or what we're talking about uh quite a few things still in the news left today we were talking about the wind yeah but wait you were talking you were Vegas. talking
0: off air wait you were talking off air well yeah we could talk about the pg and e california um but uh you were talking off, uh, off air about that uh, hot air cooker i hate to go into a foodie show but um uh, what's, what's what is that? Because I don't even know I, I I don't know if I've ever tried one or 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 even heard of that. I mean, I know you've I've can heard it, about it you know, a oh, while
2: Wow, did I just
1: swear? A... <laughs>
2: you were so good.
1: It's called a hot air fryer. It's been out for a while okay. now. A couple of friends of ours have had it. Basically what it is, it's a cross between a hot air convection oven and a deep fryer, but you only use like three tablespoons of oil as opposed to deep frying in a whole bowl full of oil, you know, like you do for stuff. And you can do fried chicken, fried zucchini, uh, tater tots, anything that's usually deep fried. You can do it with this three tablespoons of oil and it does it with the air. The air whips it around there and everything. And it basically fries the food without all the bad, Uh, stuff getting at you by having a a cup of oil or something and you instead of like deep frying it where all that oil is just sucked right into it it's minimal amounts and in i think it's a six quart capacity tub you put your stuff in with three tablespoons of oil so it's basically like the same amount you use for a chocolate chip cookie recipe or something so it's not like there's a lot of oil being vegetable oil being used for it and uh i'm looking forward to one of my favorite foods is uh deep fried zucchini i love zucchini planks with a little bit of ranch dressing so i'm looking right. forward we found a deal on one today we're going to try it this weekend i'm going to make some zucchini and uh mom you just making me hungry i know it's 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 interesting stuff so yeah i bought that today so i'm looking forward to experimenting with that this weekend uh, my friends used it, and they said it's pretty good, so I found a good deal on one, and I am now a hot air fryer as of this weekend. So nice. let's see what happens. Kind of fun. Nice. Yeah. I'm, cool. I'm cool. Sorry, I didn't
0: mean to, didn't mean to talk right. about no, food. No, i
1: sure. If anybody else has a hot air, tell give me some recipes. Call us in. Let me know what I can do with it. I, I'd look forward to finding out. 347 uh, seven, nine,
0: nine, even if you don't have any recipes, three four seven <laughs> ninety nine zero one two six. Um, but yeah, go. the wind in in California and the, and the winds here. I was just talking about that. Um, uh, yeah, PG&E, uh, they stopped. I mean, they're doing uh, blackouts uh, in different areas of California, and it's because they don't want to be responsible for the um, for another you know multi billion dollar fire. Uh, which right. they were responsible for last season. So um, yeah, they're they're doing rolling blackouts in the areas where the winds are picking up, and those winds are they're pretty severe. They're pretty right. severe this time. So they've time.
1: done rolling blackouts yeah. before for different things. This is the first time they've done it. But like you said, the Paris, uh, where they lost that entire town of Paris, basically in in central northern California last year. Um, was because of a pge wire that came down with the heat from the santa Ana winds and those that aren't familiar with santa Ana winds um, these originate in the desert near vegas air and beyond before vegas actually they fly through vegas and through the valley and this heated air goes into southern california and it causes it happens two to three times a year and it causes all these wildfires so because of last year's big wildfire in paris california thing they have done these rolling blackouts where it's going to total 2.7 million people between um, central and northern California, um, 800,000 customers at a time being rolled out. So it's really, right? Really inconvenient to a lot of people. Obviously, a lot of uh, companies and schools have to close down for a little bit. But as you said, I think it's a liability thing more than anything else. PG&E has got this huge lawsuit against them because of the fires last year, and they said, well, then we'll cut the power, and you can't blame us this time, I guess. Yep. No, um, I think it's actually
0: smart. It's it's preventative, and I think it's smart. Um, you know, what would be the smartest thing for we humans to do is to bury the power line so that we don't have to worry about them falling down in a wind or a tornado right. or an earthquake. We don't have to worry about it. They're buried. So, um, yeah, it's a lot easier uh, to maintain them as well. So uh, uh, I, I don't yeah, know I wouldn't what, think, uh, what... I mean,
1: we have so much telecommunications buried. Yeah. I wouldn't understand why they couldn't yeah. piggyback on those or something. That yeah, they make sense they to... do. And
0: if you look in really exclusive neighborhoods and not even not even exclusive neighborhoods, if you look at new um, new construction just over the past probably I don't know 15 years um, you'll see a lot of developments all throughout the United States that that have buried their power lines that you know there there are no lines in people's backyards and there's no line leading to the house everything's buried and it comes out of the ground Um, a lot of new developments it used to be that it was only the really rich developments that used to do that where you didn't see any power lines so if you live in an area that was created for in you know 100 years ago if you live in a township um, and there's a, a whole bunch of them in and even even the city of chicago even major metropolitan areas have this where they have power lines that just go through your backyard anything that's that's older usually is is going to have power lines unless like i said it's an exclusive neighborhood of some kind and then you'll see that there are no power
1: lines because everything's buried right. Gotcha, yeah, just to make sense yeah. like you said there's so many telecommunication cables now are all being buried and everything yeah. for cable and stuff like that you would think they would take advantage of that, like you said there's so many so many things that can happen on above ground wires from wind yeah. to fire to yep. to weather of any extreme sure <laughs> to a, an exactly, animal, a to a bird right. uh, you know
0: there's <laughs> there's all sorts of things that uh, plants crawl up that you know and and destroy them. so you know it's Yeah, a tree limb can hit, you know, a power line that's happened over and over in a lot of storms. And, you know, and especially storms in in the middle of winter, you know, now it's okay because our temperature is all right. So go ahead and do some rolling blackouts and we're not really expecting any rain. So go ahead and, and do some, you know, rolling blackouts. That's fine. But when you're in the middle of winter and it's you know 30 degrees and it, everybody's freezing and then a tree limb hits a power line and then everybody doesn't have electricity until that's repaired that makes zero sense makes absolutely right. zero sense so as far as an engineering standpoint makes zero sense right. and they did it because of you know uh, um, economy wise uh, you know i mean it was a, it's a better deal You know, it's, it's much easier for, uh, at the time, at least we are talking a hundred years, um, you know, at the time, it's just, it was more, it was more money sense to go ahead and and put them up in the air. It was cheaper. Just put them on a wall than digging a hole.
1: Well, they have to start thinking that now because our electronic grid needs to be upgraded so bad. If we start going to electric cars, Our electric, I think I read something uh, a couple weeks ago that you could probably, if if we all went to electric cars tomorrow, the way our grid is set up, we could probably only power 15% of them because we're just not upgraded enough on an electronic grid. So we're going to have to improve that as we go along anyway, so we might as well do these changes such as underground and stuff. We'll be using a lot more electricity if we ever switch to these electric cars and things like that. So well, there's, a, need there's to be enough done. power
0: stations. There's enough uh, charging stations all over the United States at this point. We we don't have to really be concerned about that because uh, you you can, your, stations, you can charge your charging stations. I'm
1: talking about the output electricity we have. The output electricity right. is only enough to cover about 15% of if we if everyone had an electric car right now. It's going to be a long time before everyone goes in an electric car. But I'm just saying it doesn't matter where the park shop, just as far as the amount of electricity we generate compared we to need. what we use fuel and everything for driving right. distances and stuff we only have about fifteen percent at this time, so we're gonna have to definitely improve our electric infrastructure as we go no matter what yes hopefully we'll well, see i, that I I've
0: future. always said do it do it now like like you just mentioned paris uh California, the town that was com- Completely destroyed in the fire. I mean, just completely right. destroyed. Nothing left. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And so start there. When, when you've got everything destroyed and you've got right. a, basically a blank canvas, start there and, and start implementing the burying the power lines immediately. You start it right off the bat. It's not you know something that you're, you're going to do later on. Um, and you start you know, building what the foundation of a, of a town should look like and then create it, it with buildings that can actually withstand fire, that can actually withstand tornadoes, that can actually withstand whatever it is that you normally get there, even earthquakes. If we're talking about well, everywhere across the world at this point, we should be prepared for some type of earthquake. So if, you know, if you've got a place that's already decimated, well, start at the beginning, you know, and also include some type of floodwater relocation program so that you don't flood. You know, I I don't care if people rip off the idea. I just want them to implement it so that it goes so that people don't have to worry about being, you know, flooded out of a place. So they're still going to have to worry about flooding with floodwater relocation, but it will help with the cleanup. And, and but make your buildings a little higher up. If you're going to get flooded, <laughs> make sure right. that you don't have to worry about that. You know, make them withstand whatever it is that you have to deal with with nature. Be prepared. I'm pretty sure that's the Cub Scout motto. So it should be our engineers' model as well. If they are looking at creating our civilization we have to be prepared for these major natural disasters currently there's one going on in in there's a major cyclone hitting uh japan and I, you know there's a bunch of buildings there that are set up to withstand that but there's a bunch of buildings that aren't so you know you really need to focus on the ones that are getting destroyed and then fix them the correct way so that right, in the right. near future they'll be able to withstand whatever it is that comes at them
1: right no agreed all right, let's move it on. Uh, Matt Lauer is back in the news today. Um, Matt Lauer from the Today Show, everyone remembers right. he was so last year amid sexual harassment um, complaint that was lodged against him. That complaint Correct. has now been written about a little more in Ronan Farrow's new book. Ronan Farrow is the son of uh, Mia Farrow and Woody Allen, uh, NBC News reporter, uh, that broke the Weinstein case. And a lot of this started the me too movement in his new book is right. called cash and release. And he talks a little more in depth with this girl. Her name is Brooke Nevels and she is a former NBC news employee. She was working as an assistant or a staffer on Meredith Vieira's team. when Meredith was with the today show. And she claims that while they were in Sochi Olympics, um, her and Matt, they met for dinner, Matt and Meredith and her, and uh, he ends up sexually assaulting her. And uh, it's, I guess it's counting this book. I don't know all the parts of it. Um, Lauer, for his point, is saying it was consensual, consensual sex at the time. She, of course, is disputing that. Um, this is what cost him his job interesting thing to me is this did happen in 2014 February at the Sochi Olympics and she didn't report it until last year and I'm not right. a victim blamer whatsoever it just bugs me that it takes this time I guess it's because uh, you can put it as part of the movement and everything and people were feeling comfortable talking about it I just I, I have trouble with it being that long even though I can't say that I don't believe her um, right. it's just it's tough when it's Three years down the line. Correct. Uh, interesting yeah, no, stuff. But so he's I, back in the news. I, I
0: I feel the same way. Um, I I I feel bad for victims. Uh, they you know they uh can't mm-hmm. normally they can't report what happened to them. Um, for one reason or another, but if they don't, then they're they don't have a case. They seriously just don't have a kiss you, you that's the only reason that like Bill Cosby's in jail is because the women reported it two women reported it um, during the time and right. the LAPD did nothing so you know because of Bill Cosby and you know that's that's, 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 our, that's our dad that's our dad on TV you know we can't wait right. arrest him for doing this so we have to ignore it. And uh, that's exactly what they did. But then later on, when there were 30 other women that came out and were like, yeah, he did the same thing to me, then they were able to go back and say, look, I reported it then. I reported it when it happened. And that that is the only reason that he's in jail is because they reported it when it happened. You have to report it when it happens.
1: Otherwise, no one's going to believe you. No right, and it's tough. And even I mean, like right now, I understand where they're coming from. I understand that it's embarrassing. I understand that it's degrading, and I understand the reasons why people don't. But like you said, I think, uh, and I this is another one of those uh, Scott and Craig, two white guys, talk about women's issues and black issues. Yeah, Katie should
0: Katie should it, call back in and start talking personal about
1: Personal opinion, right? Exactly. Um, just, no. I just, I, no, we I tried to geez, we tried to cover
0: some it. women's issues. We tried to cover some women's issues yesterday on purpose. Katie and I did. So there were a couple of things that we were talking about. I'm not sure if we led to this or or not. I think we didn't talk about Matt Lauer. Um, it's just but, hard when uh, you're
1: the when you're the accused as well. And like I said, I'm not sticking up for the accused, but it's hard right. for an accused to defend something from three to four years ago as it is right at the time. A lot of evidence goes away, a lot of things, then it totally, totally turns into a he said, she said, unless there's a yep. lot of other evidence that was kept by the victim. So um, right. it's, it, it's just a tough thing. It's a, it's a tough place to be. So I kind of feel I feel bad for her, and I feel bad for Matt Lowers now being dug up all over again after he was fired for it, and now it's back to his book deal. Um
0: what but didn't There's he no also? He also said something, and I, I'm not sure where. <clears throat> I, I'm not sure where he said it on what form of social media. But he also said something that it's like, you know, I, I thought that this was consensual, and so, I, I, I'm not sure. He he's going again. Right. I didn't read it, so I don't. I don't actually know. I just heard um, uh, that he's like, you know, he, 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 this is this is absolutely wrong. I'm one of these guys that is getting right. nailed for you know for doing something that i thought we both agreed on so and in-
1: and i think even in the reporting in pharaoh's book it says that she says that she had six shots of vodka before she met with him up at the room and everything so you gotta i, I like you I said i don't want a victim shame but you have to have a little cap of, six shots is going to uh Change your your mannerisms a bit. Just that was probably the reason you we went to his room is because you were in, inhibited already. You did not invite a sexual assault. I am a hundred percent sure, but you you let the, let that happen where that could happen. So is, there's a little bit of culpability on both sides, I think, especially three years later. So
0: yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I agree.
1: Uh, and then on that part, we also have another charge. <laughs> being um, labored today against Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, it's so well, new no, that it doesn't happened. really say Didn't
0: that, happen? that happened like last season I talked about him groping some woman in, in, we uh, did. A, in a, new, a club that's in the whole New thing. York. There's
1: been a new allegation that came out today or yesterday. I think it wow. came out today. Um, so they They haven't said if it's coordinated with the last year's one or if it's a brand new one. Of course, we did talk about it last year that a 29 woman last year filed a report that uh, Gooding grabbed her at the Magic Hour rooftop bar in Manhattan. I think there was even video on that. There is right. now a, uh, a a new um, additional charge in a New York – all it says it's a new charge in a New York sex abuse case. It doesn't say whether it is tied to the same accuser on Thursday or not, but it just came out today. So he's got a little bit of problems today as well. So we'll see. It could be, like I said, it could be relating to the other one that we talked about last year, but it, it didn't disclose. Right. It. It's just a new charge either way.
0: Well, I, I fact, talked about Cuba Gooding in 27 and all washed up. Uh, I worked with him on, uh, I did a TV series called Nasty Boys where uh, it was about undercover cops in Vegas. And he played one of the gang members and it was his first guest starring role. And at the time, you know, I
1: don't, I don't,
0: I don't know him personally. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't hang out with him. Um, We didn't go out, you know, to any casinos or anything. Um, But as far as an actor is concerned, I was like, this guy's amazing. So, you know, it's like, you know, I I don't know about him personally. Um, Once again, and, and he's, you know, seems to be, I don't know, uh, very misogynistic at, at this point. Um, and, and getting nailed for doing all this stuff that we are all crystal clear on. So, right. you know, we're all, we know we're not supposed to be groping women in a club. That's not what, <laughs> that's not the way we're supposed to be acting towards.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That, that's kind of a no brainer. Did you watch the tribute to Luke Perry last night on Riverdale? Did you happen to see it? I see you're there, Craig, but I can't hear you again. Move two feet to the right and take one step back and wave your arms three times. Nope, still can't hear you. I see you're on the line. Go ahead and hang up and call right back, but I cannot hear you. There we go. All right, so yeah, um, Luke Perry, who uh, Craig worked with on 90210, if you remember, Craig had to punch him out in one of the episodes there. The CW Riverdale last night. Uh there. Remember, now you're fine. We are good. Okay. Did you happen move. to watch Riverdale last night?
0: No, I did not watch Riverdale last night. Um uh I don't really have a TV. So I binge I tend to binge on different um uh different uh whatchamacallit, UPCs, different uh universal processors. Uh, communication, UCP, sorry, Uh, communication process, different streaming services like Netflix and Hulu, so I'll watch it, but it's not going to be right now.
1: Uh, I guess it was very, I have not watched it yet. I did read Aftermath so I know what it's about. We won't do any spoilers on here, Um, but again, Shannon Doherty came on um, for a, for the last episode and she is um, highly involved in the storylines surrounding the death. That's most I will say, right. um, but it's very touching. And one of the things that um, I got out of the piece reading about today that I thought was very well done is it really goes through the stages of grief that you have to do and what happens when someone dies, be it from the smaller things like having to go identify and pick up the body to planning the funeral. I guess they went through all parts of it to say goodbye to their friend and it was really touching in a lot of positive ways as well as teachable moments on what what that death process is like so i guess they handled it very well from what i read so i'm going to be interesting i did tape it and i'll go back and see it but very interesting
0: yeah interesting. um oh. It definitely sucks, you know, because Luke was again another person that I wrote about in 27 and all washed up. Um, I I I didn't get the opportunity over my lifetime to spend as much time with Luke as I would have liked. Um, that's you know that's that's about it. He was he's he was a really great guy, really really great guy. And I also thought, you know, I also thought, you know, because he's a healthy individual, I also thought that he'd be around for a minute so that I'd be able to be able to actually get back together. Um, But uh, that's not the way this life works. That's not the way this life works for anybody. Um, You got somebody that you love in your life. You got somebody that you care for in your life. You tell them because they may not be here a minute from now. It may, they right. may be gone, so you know we all we all die, and you need to cherish the people that are around you. Scott, I appreciate you. Just so you know.
1: Back at you, my friend. I appreciate you saying that. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of the hour. We will be back tomorrow to wrap up the week on your Monday through Friday talk radio show. Standing on my soapbox. Tune in tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. We'll be here for an hour to talk. Give us a call three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. 347-989-0126. Tell us how your week went. We will close out the show today with my friend Hillary Cole singing a little bit of Over the Rainbow in tribute to Luke Perry and all those that have passed nice. before us. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. Peace.